Good evening, this is Mandy Bellings with KSOM and KS95 News. Criminal charges are pending after suspected counterfeit pills were located in a Bayard Recovery Center. The Guthrie County Sheriff's Office says on February 7th at approximately 12.15 p.m., Nora EMS and deputies were called to St. Gregory's Recovery Center in Bayard on a report of two individuals experiencing a medical emergency. After investigation, a search warrant was executed at St. Gregory's Recovery Center. During the execution of the search warrant, suspected counterfeit pills were located within the facility. The counterfeit pills are believed to contain fentanyl. The recovered pills have been sent to the Iowa Division of Criminal Investigation Laboratory in Ankeny, and the matter remains under investigation. As a public service announcement, the Guthrie County Sheriff's Office says no one should ever take a pill or capsule they did not directly receive from a doctor's office or pharmacy. Counterfeit pills laced with deadly drugs like fentanyl are increasingly present in Guthrie County, and all residents should know that one pill can kill. Two people were arrested on theft charges in Cass County. The Cass County Sheriff's Office says 22-year-old Haley Halinski of Harlan turned herself into the Cass County Jail on January 29th on the charge of theft second degree. Halinski was booked and held in the Cass County Jail until she was later released on her own recognizance. 19-year-old Dakota Almer of Lewis was arrested January 29th for theft second degree. Almer was transported to the Cass County Jail where he was booked and held and later released on his own recognizance. The Sheriff's Office also arrested 45-year-old Anthony Carnes of Wyota on January 30th for burglary third degree. Carnes was transported to the Cass County Jail where he was booked and held pending his later release on bond. Creston Police arrested a woman on a plethora of drug charges. 45-year-old star Gail Cure of Creston was arrested Thursday for failure to affix a drug tax stamp, seven or more grams, possession of a controlled substance marijuana first offense, and intent to manufacture or deliver methamphetamine. Cure was taken to the Union County Jail and held on $31,000 bond. The above average temperatures in southwest Iowa have melted the ice and ended the ice fishing season. This does not mean cold weather will not return to the area, but there is a possibility that ice will most likely not return to a safe level for the remainder of the winter, according to fisheries biologist John Lorenzen. By this time of winter, the angle of the sun is getting higher in the sky and we have longer daylight hours. And, and even if we drop in temperatures, uh, the power of the sun is going to keep that ice from really forming uh, thick enough. Lorenzen says if you plan to travel north to ice fish, check the Department of Natural Resources website fishing reports to see what ice conditions are like in other parts of the state. Iowa House Resolution 107 was passed Thursday, celebrating and recognizing the significance of Lunar New Year and the positive contributions of Asian and Pacific Islander communities. Iowa House Representative Tom Moore also noted that the Iowa House Labor and Workforce Committee passed Senate File 319, the private sector employee drug testing bill. It allows the employer to designate what a safety sensitive position is and allows the employer to offer and the employee to choose to receive electronic communication. It also changes the burden of proof from the employer to the employee to prove by a preponderance of evidence that the employer acted improperly. The House Education Committee passed three bills. House File 2197 provides for education on the Holocaust for students and teachers in school districts. House File 2081 modifies provisions related to the curriculum provided to students enrolled in grades 9 through 12 by allowing instruction related to agriculture to meet a portion of the unit requirements related to science. 
House Study Bill 568 relates to mandatory reporting to the BOEE of licensed school employees who engage in grooming behavior towards students or the abuse of students. The Atlantic Splash Pad Project received several generous donations this week, including $25,000 from First Whitney Bank, $1,000 each from Smith Land Service, Pete and Ellie Smith, and Glenn and Fozan Smith, $5,000 from Pat and Diane McCurdy, $2,000 from the Hy-Vee Steak Dinner, and $500 from Greg and Deb Schuler. To date, $450,000 has been raised for the Splash Pad Project. The committee is still accepting donations. You can Venmo at ShiftATL with SplashPad in the comments. Checks are payable to ShiftATL or the City of Atlantic, and checks can be dropped off at the chamber or given to a committee member. The splash pad will be approximately 4,000 to 5,000 square feet and showcase a variety of water features, shade structures, and seating. The splash pad will be located on the west side of the Sunnyside swimming pool, and it will be free for all to enjoy. The total project cost is estimated at around $600,000. You can find more information online at AtlanticIowaSplashPad.com. More news online at WesternIowaToday.com. I'm Eddie Billings with KSOM and KS95 News.